Section 19 of Good Morning Boys and Girls by Reverend Thomas J. Hosty. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. A Real Boogeyman. Good morning, boys and girls. Do you believe in a boogeyman? When I was just a little boy, I used to be afraid of the dark because I thought that there was a terrible person called the boogeyman who might grab me. Now that I have grown up, I know that there is no such animal as a boogeyman. He was just a character that older people made up to keep small children in check. He didn't really exist any more than Donald Duck, Mickey Mouse, or Popeye the Sailor Man. But let me tell you something else. Do you know that there is actually someone who is ten thousand times worse than any boogeyman could possibly be? I'll give you his name, and I don't want you ever to forget it. His name is the Devil. Once upon a time, way back before our first parents were even born, this person whom we call the Devil was a very brilliant spirit. A spirit is a person who doesn't have any body. God made a great number of these spirits. Exactly how many he made, we don't know, because he never told us. Even though he made these spirits far wiser and far more powerful than he made us, he did not let them into heaven right away. He gave them some sort of test first. But because these spirits were so smart, he only gave them one test. What that test was, we're not sure, because he didn't tell us much about it. The spirits who passed the test were admitted into heaven immediately. Who can tell me what name we give to those lucky persons? That's right, they are the angels. The spirits who flunked the test were put into a terrible place which God made especially for them. The name of that place is Hell. Right now, you're hoping that I will ask you what name we give to those spirits, because you're sure you know the answer. Well, I'm going to disappoint you and not ask you, because I think that even the eighth graders could give the right answer. Those spirits are the devils. But among all those evil spirits, there was one who had been far more brilliant than any of the others. He was so terrific that he was known as Lucifer, which in Latin means a bearer of light. His personality was so dazzling that he was compared to the sun itself. Poor Lucifer, though. He was so smart and so proud that he thought he didn't even have to obey Almighty God himself. He was the leader of all the wicked spirits who revolted against God, and he has been the leader of the devils in hell ever since. In fact, when we speak of the devil, and not devils, we are talking about Lucifer, the head of the devils. He also has a couple of other names which we read in the Bible, names like Satan and Beelzebub. Now if Satan or the devil, as I shall call him from now on, would only mind his own business and stay in hell. It wouldn't be so bad. We wouldn't have to worry about him very much unless we die with serious sin upon our soul. If that terrible thing should happen, though, we'd have plenty to worry about, because we would have to spend our time with him forever in hell. But here is where the catch comes in. God allows the devil to wander through the world, tempting people to commit sin. Why does God do that? Why doesn't he keep him in hell, where he can't do any harm to people who are not as strong or as smart as he is? Of course, God could do that, but the point is, he has not done it. We know that he hasn't, because St. Peter was inspired by God to warn us to be on our guard against the devil, who is wandering around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. So I repeat, why does God allow the devil to tempt us? I don't pretend to know all the reasons, but I can give you one very good one. God wants to test our love for him, and what better means could he use than to let a real sharp operator, like the devil, try to lead us into sin? Yes, but if the devil is so smart, I'm probably just a pushover for him. 
that's certainly true unless you have enough sense to turn to our blessed lord every time you're tempted and ask his help there is one fact which you should never forget god will not allow the devil to tempt you in such a way that you can't beat him off with his help god gave us his solemn promise about that through the spoken and written words of st paul who assured us that we would never be tempted beyond that which we are able no matter what you may be tempted to do by the devil no matter whether it may be to lie or to steal or to cheat or to be lazy or to be disobedient or to say bad things or to do bad things or to miss mass on sunday or to eat meat on friday you will never have to give in to that temptation if you keep asking god for his help that is why in saying the our father the prayer which our lord himself gave us we say lead us not into temptation we ask god in that prayer not to allow the devil to tempt us beyond our strength believe me our lord will never let you down as long as you turn to him with even a little prayer like jesus help me our lord isn't the only one to whom you can turn for help to fight against the devil you can always ask our blessed mother's aid too boy does the devil hate her and does he fear her thousands of years ago in the garden of paradise god told the devil that some day a woman was going to crush his head and that until the time came when she was born he would have to lie in wait for her heel the catholic church teaches us that mary the mother of christ is that woman by giving birth to jesus the son of god and joining with him in his sufferings and death on the cross she gave the devil a terrific beating any time you turn to her for help you can be sure that she will whip him again besides our blessed lord and our blessed mother you can also ask any of the saints to help you they'll be glad to give you a hand there are three saints in particular whom i strongly recommend one of them is your patron saint the saint whose name you received in baptism the second one is your favorite saint whoever he or she may be we all have favorites you know even among the saints the third saint is the one whom the church commands us all to pray to he was a leader of the spirit who threw the devil into hell before the world began his name is michael and he is such a big shot among the angels that he is called an archangel every sunday after your mass is over the priest leads you and the rest of the people in the special prayer for his help against the devil in fact the priest says that prayer after every low mass he celebrates you ought to learn that prayer by heart and say it frequently here's how the prayer goes st michael the archangel defend us in battle be our protection against the malice and snares of the devil restrain him o god we humbly beseech thee and do thou o prince of the heavenly host by the divine power thrust into hell satan and the other evil spirits who roam about the world seeking the ruin of souls End of section nineteen